0: broadcast
1: are we broadcasting? we're broadcasting yeah. Woo! <laughs> that's right you <laughs> geeks welcome back into the echo screen the official podcast of the clan of the gray wolf this is the point in time when we pretend that number one we know that we're, what we're doing which is really a stretch at that's this point but dive. also we pretend like we have tremendously good theme music playing behind which hasn't been written yet but i promise you it's definitely on the way <laughs> Uh, yeah good Thank, thanks for that that's great as always uh, I am your host the Commodore and with me um, today on the echo screen live the very first edition of the rebooted version of the echo screen live is the witty the learned the wise and ever vigilant rue how are you today uh, I'm fine now that we
0: you know finally got this darn thing going. It's yeah. amazing. We yeah. were actually ready at, th- at 9. We were ready to we go were, at 9 o'clock. We were like, holy crap, we're ready we were on time. We were ready to
1: rock and roll. And click the button and no. No broadcast. Squat. And we sat here three times. If you could have been here, it was great. We were just, okay, ready? And we're it. Hmm. No. And it didn't It didn't happen. No.
0: But we were actually broadcasting to the marathon stream. We were. If you were on the marathon stream, which I have no idea why you would you've just been waiting for us to play some more CDI games every night at 9
1: o'clock. You just got a great treat. Yes. Um, probably a heart attack. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh. that probably is not not too many of the folks out there. So, um, anyway, we're very glad to have all of you with us. We know it wasn't a ton of great notice this time, but we're using this almost as like our pilot episode, right?
0: Yes, it's kind our of. pilot episode. Well, it's our second pilot. Our first pilot was like last spring, right? But you get what
1: I mean. It's yeah. the pilot episode of the reboot of the Echo Echoes. We're like Star Live. Trek. That's we right. We got two pilots. That right, exactly. Yes. That's a great way to think about it, and uh, an excellent topic for next time. And now we're gonna have the Enterprise fly around us or just make noise like it is there you go very good can you move it please thanks don't make me sound like such an idiot excellent well uh so two pilots and uh we're gonna we're just have a, a few changes you know we're gonna do a little bit in terms of format <laughs> that's, that's for <laughs> completely bleeding me out now so no one will hear what i'm saying no problem uh um, anyway, well at least she didn't just scream "con." That's that's better. Anyway, so um, we're gonna have a little bit of change in formatting. We're gonna talk about uh, some some current events. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about a topic like we always do, mm-hmm. but we also want to set aside some time so that you guys can talk to us, um, either asking some questions, giving some feedback, and we'd love to invite you if you have questions during um, the course of the stream to private message us in the in the chat. Chat. So that's uh, C O T G. You can say it. Well, he, he warmed up. He was I'll, ready to go. I'll it. edit
0: that out and post. Yeah, he was ready to go. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, first 20 minutes is going to be news. Tw- second 20 minutes is going to be a big topic. And the third 20 minutes is going to be the uh, question and answer uh, segment. And we're actually hoping to have some sort of skype thing going on where you can actually have like a call-in show. Whoa. Wow. But yeah, for tonight at least, uh, just private message us in the chat, C-O-T-G-W with your questions or topics you might want us to touch on. For the last segment of the show, and the
1: point is, guys, we're really going for a completely new and revamped kind of show. We want to do. We realized after a while that we, of course, really missed the fact that we were doing echo screens. Um, but I what we were so much. Don't ever say that on camera again. Save least, me, gimme. Save me, gimme. <laughs> um, and the memory of the, of the marathon lives on. But um, hopefully we can generate some new memories just like that and some new Clan of the Grey Wolf memes here on the Echo screen. We're looking forward to that too. It's meme tastic. It's meme tastic. But we also knew that, that many of you were missing the Echo screens and were kind of clamoring for more. And... In our effort to kind of reboot and revamp the site, which you might or might notice some changes with recently, we thought it would be a great idea to start doing a lot more Echo Screens Live. Therefore, we're doing Echo Screens Live. So I'll tell you what, why don't we shut up talking about the show and actually launch the show? So um, one of the things that we really wanted to talk about is current events we wanted to bring that you know i do some of that stuff in the weekly ringer I get to talk about it a little uh, more topical stuff as current you can, as you can be a few days late you it, know, you know how it's it the 21st it's century the, it is it really really is you know i feel like the guy in the att commercial that was so three days ago right mm-hmm. but today we're throwing all that medium stuff behind us yes yeah. because this is a live show right all if we didn't start broadcasting in 10 minutes guess what there wouldn't have been a broadcast Right, we just can't just post it later and say, "Oh, it, it happened and you missed it." Well, so yes, today is That'd an interesting lie. little day in the history of the internet, and there's a very particular <laughs> yes. reason why. Yeah.
0: If, you, if you've been noticing at all today, it's all anyone's been talking about. Uh, people won't shut up about it. Obviously, we're talking about the South Carolina Republican primary. Uh, Huntsman's out. Yeah, uh, that, that's. I don't. I don't think that was
1: really what what yeah. I was going for. Oh, um, sorry, not that that. Not that that might not be interesting, but that's not really what I want to talk about. Um, What I do want to talk about, though, is if you've gone out to Google or Wikipedia. Wikipedia is actually a really good example. But if you've gone out to to Google today, you've seen, um, or Wikipedia or many other sites, you've seen a lot of the um, kind of blackout graphics or, uh, in the case of Wikipedia, taking down the entire English version for 24 hours Mm -hmm. or whatever they've decided to do now. Um, so sorry for all of you that are trying to write papers right now. I know that's got to be terribly <laughs> arduous for you. But there's a reason that they're doing this, and the reason that they're doing this is because they are protesting in their own way mm-hmm. against SOPA in the United States. which PIPA. Slash PIPA. And before we turn this into a full-blown history class, where why don't you give us the 30-second iteration of what SOPA is.
0: All right. So SOPA is the Stop Online Piracy Act, PIPA is the Protect IP Act. Uh, essentially the same thing. 15 seconds. Uh. Sopa is the the house version. Pippa is the Senate version. Why are there two versions? I don't really know. They just originated in different chambers. The idea being that, uh, in theory to protect, uh, you know, to stop online piracy, uh, basically there's some somewhat draconian rules involving, uh, linking toward, um, Foreign foreign websites that may host pirated content. Uh, basically, the the big one of the big problems with this thing uh, is that um, uh, sites could be shut down if they don't take care of uh, supposed violations within about five days. There you go. Uh, and that can affect these large sites like Wikipedia, like YouTube, like Google. And uh, you don't have to have any proof uh, that there is a violation actually occurring. All all you have to do is say. Uh, hey, you're doing this, and then you, within five days, you would legally have to take it down or, or stop right. that, or, or your own site would be taken down.
1: And although that is not wholly, un, <coughs> I guess, unprecedented, the, the entirety of the bill or bills itself is that it um, really starts in, in a unique place. And we're going to talk about this for probably the entire length, sometimes on, I think for the Current events. We actually will talk about events with an S, mm-hmm. but today it's it's important we talk about this because yeah. I think everybody's thinking. So we'll take the whole time to talk about this. It's a really interesting, I think, um, topic because it starts in a place that I think all of us can agree from in some in some form and capacity, which is that intellectual property. Unless you're Chinese, if you're, any of you are Chinese out there, sorry. Um, which is that intellectual property should be protected. right? Okay. Can we all start there? I thought
0: you were going to go on some racist rant.
1: No, I was just going to go on some racist rant. <laughs> like you know, anyway, I can't stand Chinese Like people. you normally do. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, No, no, yeah.
0: no, that's the funny thing, is that I think virtually everyone, uh, at least everyone in public, says, no, uh, piracy's bad, right. yada, 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 this is just a completely draconian... It's not so
1: necessarily that, I'm not even making the argument that piracy is bad, I'm just saying that that all intellectual right. property should be protected. That's, oh, well, yeah. that's yeah. where we're starting from. Right? right, sure. These are a bunch of, of, of very well well-educated, and refined man I'm being very generous, saying something very simple, which is that intellectual property should be protected. And now that we Mm -hmm. have this wonderful internet of sharing technology, sharing information, um, it hasn't cured cancer like they all told us it was going to do in the 90s, it hasn't done all those amazing things, but it has connected us, it has given us a lot of access to a lot of information. It's given us live web shows. It's given us live web shows, and what worth are they? None. None. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. But anyway... Um, it's given us the potential to download a lot of things that we probably shouldn't have downloaded. If you were going to protect all IP the way that you should protect it. I him. don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, there you go. He has no idea what I'm talking about. Nope. But some of you probably do. In any case, it starts from a place, I think, that, that is, is pretty pretty equal in agreement. I think where the argument really rests is how, how they're actually going about this, right?
0: Right. Uh, and... Uh, pretty much all of these online sites, uh, whether they are blacked out or not tonight um, or today, uh, have come out against this. Uh, the Electronic Frontier Foundation and, uh, like I was saying before, Reddit and Google and all the wigs. even uh, many of Twitter, the people Facebook.
1: that, even many of the people that and companies that have been infringed upon, right, potentially through some of those me- mechanisms, now have come out against it.
0: Now, however, I have noticed people kind of freaking out a little bit. Sure. Now I think we can all. Also agree, this is bad legislation that should not pass.
1: Man, I? Uh, I can agree with that.
0: Right. I mean, we're not in Congress. It's, it's, so It's bad legislation. Yeah, right. It is bad legislation. But, but to overstate cases in any political argument, or in fact in any argument in general, undermines the case. So what does, what does SOPA do, supposedly? What does it not do? Right. Um, Fair enough. If we were here, and we suddenly started playing some Dragon Force.
1: Which I don't know why
0: we would, because uh, that- We would, we would never would, do that. We would never ever do that. Then that would not fall under SOPA. Right. However, that does fall under something you may have heard of, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act.
1: Oh, of course. Right. I actually have the the field guide in my bag.
0: And as most people on YouTube could probably attest to, the DMCA can, uh, you know, come and bite them. Because someone could just go to YouTube and say, hey, you know what, this is my copyrighted stuff, you got to take it down. And YouTube's like, okay. Right. And then, but the thing is, is that with the DMCA, you can counterclaim. And then, and basically, uh, if you officially counterclaim, then YouTube gets to put it back up. And then at that point, if the first claimant can actually prove that you are stealing your stuff, they can take you to court. Right. So there's a, there's a mechanism. There there's is a mechanism. A, there's a
1: mechanism. However, I could make a point from the other side, and that is it's that... A, it's kind of a crappy mechanism, but... It, it's kind of a crappy mechanism. It works, kind of. But at the same time, you know, the reason it's such a crappy mechanism is because you could figuratively, if you wanted to, you know, hypothetically, get up there and just start creating a bunch of YouTube accounts and start posting whatever the hell you want and start posting mm-hmm. stuff as, as faster than people can shut it down, right? Correct. Okay. And actually, uh, just to interrupt for a
0: second, My Crazy Productions is asking: Are we planning on going black on at all, or censoring the logo? No, uh, we are a tiny little site. We think that as far as promoting uh, awareness of this there's not much we can do. I think most everyone who has come to this site or, or watches our stuff probably has already heard about this. You're all
1: tech-savvy people. And maybe what we're doing right now right, this is, is our part.
0: This is, right? our, this is our part right here. We're kind of talking Just about maybe. it. If we're know. doing it
1: right, then maybe this part will be our part. We're going to solve all the problems. Exactly. So. so, all right. So I think what we're saying is that SOPA has a, a number of different issues in that it seems to me to be kind of antiquated legislation for oh, yeah. a very contemporary set of issues. Right. That the internet raises. Right? And, that,
0: and that's part of the problem. Uh, it's a part of the legislation that has, I think, pretty much been agreed to be taken out already, so that's one minor victory, is, is a problem with DNS. Sure. Uh, there is basically an idea that uh, um, service providers would have to, if uh, a website was found in violation, right. would have to take off the, the, the name Blah blah blah, and it really didn't do anything because you could just no. put in the IP address to go to the same site no, and, regardless. And, and then guess and, what?
1: You know, you got service providers also. If service providers, and I know a little bit about this. If service <laughs> providers have to actually go and examine that traffic, that means service providers actually have to do deep packet inspection on every single thing that they run. Right. And to do that, I mean, would just be a monumental task, the, the, the likes of which we have no capability for.
0: And not only that, but it, it opens all sorts of security flaws throughout throughout all of America's. Uh, <clears throat> Big
1: internet companies. We have a few. Um, A few of them.
0: Luckily, that seems to have been taken out, right? uh, Or it will be
1: taken out. So uh, I think there has been. You talked a little bit about this being overblown, and I want to talk about this on both sides because I think it's important. You've seen a a backlash of sorts from folks that are really violently against this. And Mm -hmm. and first of all, there's nothing wrong with being against this bill. By the way, we are. We are both against this bill, and And we hate talking politics. We try to stay far away from political website. No. Despite your desire to talk about the primary before. It's not important. <laughs> We're here to talk about video games and geek stuff, mm-hmm. not politics. But this affects all of us, right? Yeah. Because if, if we can't connect to the internet and get the stuff that we do like, that's being, that's not even infringement, you know, that's cutting out of the things that we do, like Wikipedia, for example, or even um, something like Google, which I think all of us have used to, to some extent at some point. To Googs. To Googs. How's yeah. your Google, foo? Mine's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. That. Anyway, the point is, um, you know, it, if it starts taking away from that, it's going to affect all of us, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something that we can all kind of be uh, certainly aware of. You know what? Uh, and you, with know, saying we're not political,
0: uh, it is quite astounding the bipartisanship in, yes. in not only being for but against this bill. Uh, it's true. It's really strange because you never see this, never this <laughs> against any kind of bill. And that's no. Was,
1: and, and those of you that are unfamiliar with the American political process, normally mm-hmm. on a bill you have it produced by a party they might have a co-signer with another party but generally things are really delivered kind of in a in a two party dual party almost dichotomous right, way right. where this party wants this bill this party doesn't or vice versa and so, they but, might
0: compromise yeah, a little bit or like or one things. might shove it
1: through right. regardless right this Even is, if it's
0: against the rules this is really bizarre in that so pippa started in the senate by a, a democrat right uh, Patrick LaHaye, Democrat, Vermont. Yes. Uh, and then that was that started last last spring, and then a few months later, SOPA was introduced in the House. Uh, Lamar Smith, Smith, right?
1: Yes. Uh, uh, Lamar. Wait, wait. Smith doesn't seem right. Smith doesn't seem right either. Alexander. Who's Lamar? Lamar Alexander. Who That's is Lamar right. Smith? Lamar <laughs> Alexander, Republican of Texas. I don't know, but if you are Lamar Smith, we're very sorry. Right. We are very sorry about
0: and that. The, and there are co-sponsors for both bills from both parties. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so <clears throat> some more jaded people might say, oh, well, I guess this is a good way to find out who exactly is in the pockets of big Hollywood or sure, something like that, sure. uh, because the M, uh,
1: MPAA and, and – uh, uh, ESA, which you would think would, would definitely be at the kind pushing of heart this. of this, right? right? Be at the heart of the lobbying effort of some of the larger media conglomerates, right? Which arguably is where this bill started.
0: And, and funnily enough, and who this bill is designed to protect before this past weekendish, uh, the big boys uh, and girls, I suppose, in in the House, Senate, and in the White House, really didn't say much about it. No. Uh, you had uh, President Obama come out and say. Uh, not a full, hey, I don't like this bill, but like he sees parts of it that are not good and that he thinks they should be taken Which out. Which is a very good political Which maneuvering, right? It's we, very we, much.
1: We like that, all right? That you know, there's at least some, you know, it maybe you don't come down solid on it, but you at least say, hey, this is a bad idea. And right. That, that there are things in it that we really don't, we, we would never accept. And okay, um, I can dig
0: that. Uh, and then just in the past, I think just today or yesterday, Eric Cantor, who is a majority a Republican, majority in the House, mm-hmm. uh, has come out against the current bill. Right. Um, I think Harry Reid, Democratic Senate uh, Majority Leader. <sighs> so
1: much. Yeah, I know. There's, a lot going <laughs> in case, you know, in case any of you um, didn't want to know, you know, here it is. it's not
0: fully clear if he's for the bill, but he is pushing it for a vote yeah. in the next week or two, which is interesting. Which, which is, is weird. why
1: everyone's going nuts about it because but, they want to. They want to basically put out their two cents on four things take to a vote.
0: But it's pretty funny. It's like a Speaker of the House and and other leaders in in the government have kind of stayed away from this right? or are saying, well, we should come to more of a consensus. Which generally
1: is is a sign of tacit approval. Whereas they don't want to be a part of it, but... If it goes through, they can always kind of say, well, I didn't support this bill, but it's still something that they're not necessarily, you know, if it comes out and everybody loves it, they can say, well, you know, I I wasn't really speaking out or against it or for it. But
0: but luckily, especially today, it seems the worm is starting to turn a little bit. I saw that Marco Rubio, senator from Florida, uh, has changed. He was originally a co-sponsor, and now he's saying he's against the current bill.
1: Which is good. The uh, current bill so, is good. So that so, means, at the very least, yeah. if language has to change, folks, just in case you need a little legislative background, if language has to change, then the bill cannot be passed. There has to be language that gets changed before <coughs> a bill gets passed. So, at the very, I guess, at the very least, mm-hmm. we're seeing some
0: progress on this. Right. And I think we should end on Helter Skelter has a good point, uh, which goes to our kind of freaking out thing before. Do you believe that people's claims at websites like YouTube, Wikipedia, that guy with the glasses, etc., could be taken down if so by SOPA? Right. Um, Google, YouTube, uh, Wikipedia, the real big boys, uh, in theory they could be. Whether they would be or not is, is definitely a big question. Right, because remember, uh, the
1: law is the law, and the law in, in right. practice is different, right?
0: Now, it depends, because the once again, the thing, the crux of this point is that if a website links to another website, a foreign website outside of America that hosts, the, you know, copyrighted material... Sure. Uh, they have to stop that link, or else they will get in turn shut down. Right. Now, for something like that guy with the glasses, there's talking about you know people make videos with movie clips and 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 music that may not necessarily be you know they probably don't go out and and get, secure the rights to that.
1: Right, uh, and they might not be fair use and so on. And right, so forth I,
0: and or they may. Regardless, right. that falls more under Digital Millennium
1: Copyright Act, which makes sense. Which is already sure it's been on the books for. 14 years. And to be fair, the, the United States government already reserves the right to be able to shut down sites that host pirated content, And that has been for at least the past two years, Oh, right? yes, absolutely. Yeah, so so in,
0: the form of SOPA kind of exists in the country, but the problem is, is that they're trying to take that power outside the country, right. but they're also adding some extra draconian measures that are just no, no bueno.
1: Again, to try to protect, you know, the certain interests that I think we can all agree have or at least suspect, right? If, we, if we're if we going to look at actually really stomping out piracy, which I think could be a, a really good thing, depending on your perspective, again, um, <laughs> this is not the bill to do it. And that's the point, right? right? So even if they wanted to go and stop piracy, which whether you think that's a great thing or not, um, this is not the way to do it. And that's the point.
0: Now, something interesting is that uh, Daryl Issa, who is... Some sort of bigwig in the Republican Party uh, in the House has been very heavily against SOPA, one of the big ones against it. And he's, uh, I think, put forth the OPEN Act, and I'm not sure off the top of my head what that stands for, nor have I read it, but... And I, I don't tend to
1: sit around and read bills not often. by general practice.
0: Um, but Google did come out in favor of that today. Okay. So, hey, homework for you, me, and everyone in the world, or the 63 people watching, is to
1: go and read the OPEN Act and see if that might be a better alternative there you go. I mean, and I think the free minds can think about this. The, the issue is that there is, was going to be closure by virtue of a forced vote on this without everyone really understanding. That might be, you might make the case that that is business as usual here in the United States. I might tend to agree with you. However, in this case, we really are very worried because of the fact that the internet has become such a big part of our daily lives.
0: Right. Ed does not makes a point. Wait until Wikipedia is not blacked out.
1: Then go look for the open act. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So. Very good. Um, yeah, then that's a great way to tie things together. Yes. So I think we'll 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 end that as our our uh, our little soapboxing on our normally apolitical stances we take here. Right. Um, the clan of the gray wolf is firmly um, in the camp of disliking Sopa, yes. and uh, we would like to see it defeated. Right. In in lieu of something that might do the 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 intention of Sopa a lot better. Now who you got in the primary? Now uh, before we get to that, <laughs> I think it's much more important that we actually get to the topic of the day. Oh right. And, you know, I wanted to kind of kick this thing off with our pilot episode as really highlighting something that gets to the core of what we do. Get off your boxes. Sorry. It's, oh, that's that's great. That's, Psycho. That's, thank that's, you that's very great. much. So <laughs> boxes are, are important. Um, oh, thank you. Um, so we want to talk about something that gets to really the core. You know, back to basics. What is it that we really talk about? And poop. we talk about a lot of things. Right? And poop is one of them. A little bit. All right. We And... and Trust me, guys. If there was anything that was going to keep us from doing this pilot episode of the Echo Screen Live, Poop had something to do with it. So we had T Robot as our, our uh, SOPA
0: Pippa representative. Right. right. And, now, and now we have Pikachu with a Kirby hat. Right.
1: To talk about. To talk, to talk about video games. Oh, and he fell. He doesn't want to talk about video games.
0: Pika.
1: Anyway. He's launching a lightning bolt. Anyway, so um, we wanted to talk about the the, the things that make... Video games, great. And why do we want to talk about that? Because we like video games? Well, we do like video games. That's one of the great reasons. But also because I think one of the reasons that we exist as a site, you need to get Crotee Robot to, to prop him up. Uh, I was just going to use the Acto one Yeah, okay, good. All right, so um, one of the reasons we, we th- this site exists is because we think it's important to celebrate games, video games, that are worth celebrating, right? That are better, that are <coughs> cut above the rest that do, you know, so much focuses in the media and everything on negative attention on video games. One of the reasons we're here is to be able to focus, and there are many reasons, but one of them is so that we can celebrate the games that deserve to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. You might ask a lot of questions like, why might a game deserve to be celebrated? That's why we're here. Let's talk about it. Okay. Why are games, what makes the criteria of a great game that it should be celebrated among the chaff that remains? Well, I think first and foremost, if it's uh,
0: you know, if it's if it's good, well, there's that. Are you really gonna say that? No, no. Okay, no I, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say if a, well, because it's good. I can't think of the word Kermit. Uh, no, if if, if, a, if a game is innovative, thank you. If yeah. it's innovative. Okay, uh, then yeah. definitely it deserves to be you know, uh, kind of put put above the rest. I mean, something like. Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Super Mario sixty four. Okay. Uh, Dragon Quest. Yep. Uh, all right,
1: now we're not here to make lists. Now I, I appreciate that you're making lists. Well, i but... Like,
0: but I'm making a point. Those are all games that did something new. Yes. Innovative. Right. But were in a fun way. So if it's innovative in a crappy way, you, you don't care. Right. Maybe.
1: Yes. I, okay, I can you see might that. care. Yes, I can see if that. you uh, if you're a Crow robot. <laughs> right. But <laughs> But not if you're Pikachu. No. I get I think I get what you're not putting down. There. I think I think I get what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. So um so, yeah, so here's here's the other thing, though, that I would say. Can we... Is it necessary... So is innovative the first criteria you use for a great game? I mean, well, fun... Is it the only criteria?
0: No, 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 no. I mean, it, fun, obviously. Because not every game can be innovative.
1: So then, can there be great games that are not innovative? Of course. Okay, then how could... Then, wait, hold, run, run me back on that logic train there, there Mr. Jackie? I was just, I'm just how, giving you
0: a a, a criteria... Of what could make a great game. If it's a really innovative game, that helps a lot. Was was Daikatana innovative? Maybe. <laughs>
1: okay. I never I, actually played that. Yeah, I, I did. I had it for sixty four and it was. Oh, probably it was wasn't really good for sixty four. Um, um yeah. Anyway. Okay,
0: so like for example, something can perfect a formula, not necessarily innovative, but be a, a great game, perhaps the best game in a certain
1: series. Sure. I submit Mario Three. So agreed. And I, I think that there there could be, but the fact that there is a formula, might suggest that there are other pieces that we might be passing over right sure so there are a lot of elements to a video game right and and I, I agree with what you're saying let me just throw that out there first and foremost you could have a formula that gets perfected in a particular game you might talk about a generation of games and out of that generation there might be a best mm-hmm. that might not have been the most innovative game but it might be the game that should be celebrated as the one that perfected that form the best right okay all right i'm i'm, I'm i think we're getting closer here closer but there are a lot of elements to a video game right mm-hmm. like what like the fact that there are story like there's a story gameplay gameplay that's which a, which could be broken some, down to a lot of things there yeah, could yeah, be yeah. controls there um, could be mechanics music there could be music well me- music isn't really but anyway yeah okay that's no that's... I, I would say no it's, it's a part of a formula but it's not in gameplay chrono to
0: me chrono cross for example wasn't a great game but no, the music
1: is is some of the best i've ever heard
0: pushed it up right
1: in my mind. It... I, I'm, I'm not even sure. And, and for those of you, when we talked about this in the Weekly Ringer, for those of you that love it, I apologize. But I'm telling you, you already know my feelings on this. I think without the music, I don't think any of us would even remember that there was a Chrono Cross.
0: Uh, well, besides somebody. the fact that we lived through it. But do you understand right. what I
1: mean? Like, history wouldn't remember that there was a Chrono Cross. You'd have to go to Wikipedia to look it up.
0: Right. Uh, and certainly, Nobu- Nobuo Uematsu's music has risen Final Fantasy. Uh, and arguably, Uh, yes. I
1: mean, he uh, was a trigger as well. Well, of course. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Just had to throw that little wrench in there. But yes, we, we agree in premise or boobs. the music has, uh, or boobs or boobs. I mean, Tomb Raider. Hello. (laughs) Exactly. Actually sex appeal, sex appeal. (laughs) But does that make
0: a good game? Well,
1: no, no. I mean, but let's, let's talk about what that, let's take that another three steps back and talk about what that really means. And that is that it can appeal to our aesthetic. Mm hmm. I guess, sensitivities, right? And story can do that. But also, all of art, I would argue, does that. Art appeals to our aesthetic sensibilities. It appeals to somewhat, to some degree, what makes us human, our humanity, right? It touches us in some way, right? And I think great games do that too. Am I, am I wrong about that? Does a great game have to do that? Or can it do that? Does that help? So, Is that like the innovation thing? Outside? So here's the thing. And, and, and I, I think I know where you're going with that. Like if I if I take a look back at something like um, Gradius. Some of those you know, some of those old uh, or even if I just go back to Space Invaders or the yeah. you know, the, the kind of games that, that invented those Pac Man. The I, can remember that. Game ever. I can remember that with great fondness. remember that being a great game. Mm-hmm. Even though if I stack that up against Mario Brothers, I'm never going to play Space Invaders. Because it's just not that good. But I remember it with this kind of fondness because of the uniqueness of the experience that it went through. And even though there might not be a story that those guys are bashing my head in, there's implicit things you can assume from that, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm di- diving way too deep into this, let me know. But I-, I think that there are. I'm just gonna get a book. Yeah, I think there are, I think there are implicit things. Having studied video games, it's important <laughs> for me to talk about this. There, you know, there are there are implicit things that we can draw from something like Space Invaders that make it fun mm-hmm. that we can appreciate as a work of art, even if it is not the pew pew pew. You can make an argument for that. <gasps> Well, hey... You can uh, make an argument for that. Co- co- I'd miss- love to categorically dismiss that ridiculous comment, is, but at the same time, I can't. This, haha!
0: No, uh-huh. the Smithsonian is going to have the art of video game uh, exhibition, I believe, this year. And I believe Space Invaders is part of it.
1: Right. Now, that... The so the art, one, The fact that there is an art of the video game means that there is a kind of intellectual, artistic, musical, whatever, rigor, that goes in the production of these games. That, right? That, yeah. A la what goes into painting, what goes into filmmaking, or what the goes interpretive into dance? Interpretive dance, which you won't catch me doing anytime soon. German Shazo videos. The German chat That's not. I don't know nah, that anyone. Not, that's art. Is anyone doing that? Is any, Someone might be celebrating that. Oh, somewhere. I got a new series coming out. Oh boy. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't run that one by me before you before you put that one up there, did you? No. Nope. Um, in any case, wait, wait. Art. Art. You talk. Okay. I, I got I, art. I, I, I can do that. I, I'm always talking. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so video games as art is a whole other concept to begin with, right? Aha. Uh-huh. here we go. Look, oh look. Can it, see this is this is an interesting. So this is it's a Rorschach. <laughs> <laughs> so, so any of you that have an affinity for the eight bit world that many of us grew up with, mm-hmm. and I think many of us do, right? We've seen a lot of the. 8-bit um, artwork that's come up, which is nothing but little pixel art, right? Mm-hmm. That gave birth to the pixel art theme, and and there's something <clears> very interesting that Rue is now going to demonstrate right. for you. So this is from Square Painter.
0: I got this at MagFest. And you know what? I just heard... Well, maybe I shouldn't say about that. Uh, but here, I'll just show this. This, this is sweet.
1: Look,
0: look at that. that. Now what does that mean to you?
1: And, and look, look at it hard, right? Look, look at it. You if know, Put that, that on a, a t-shirt, t-shirt. Would you buy it? Buy it. I think okay. I would. I bought it on a placard... Well, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's, you know, that's somewhere to start. Right. In any, in any case, folks, fo- people are starting to take some of the artistic, artistic themes that people find in and games and transferring them into know. other media, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that shows that there is celebration to be had in video games as well. Right. Right? That there is something artistic worth pulling out. I guess some of you have it.
0: Anyway, so well to me, watching that, looking at that reminds me. Okay, so it's from Dragon, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest, whatever the first one.
1: Yeah. So, but all of you were right that said that.
0: Yes, you all get a cookie. I'll get a cookie. Uh, that halfway made yet. halfway through the game, you uh, save the princess, and you have to bring her back to the castle. And what happens is, uh, they weren't technically savvy enough to have her sprite follow you, so the hero sprite just changes, so he's carrying her. Makes
1: sense, Makes sense to me, right?
0: All the way back, right? So to me, that evokes. Feelings, uh, when I was a kid playing that game of, uh, accomplishment, uh, the kind of the, like the Roman triumph, you know, running or, uh, walking through the streets, uh, with your prize, so to speak. Right. Uh, and, um, uh, also romance because, right. you know, after you save her, she's like, dost thou love me? And if you say no, she said, but thou must, dost thou love me? Yes. No. Well, but yeah. thou must. And then you know, so that's also kind of a forced.
1: So uh, it's like real life, in other words. Yeah, she's so gonna kind of beat you over the head. Until basically, you marry, until you marry her. Right? Basically, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so, so yeah, uh, then, yeah, while, yeah. that that follows into my adult life as well.
1: Yeah, it's interesting how the parallels work. Yeah, the, but the point that there are parallels speaks to exactly what I was talking to you before, which mm-hmm. is that video games speak to something that is involved with our humanity. Just like we can watch a film and be moved to emotional, uh, uh, an emotional state that kind of resonates with us. We can do the same thing with video games, and I think that makes a game worth celebrating. Yes. All right. So we talked about music. We
0: innovation. talked about
1: innovation, and we we haven't really talked about gameplay. Well, it's such a wide. We talked topic. about story. We talked about story, and I think there's there's some there's a lot more to be fleshed out in story because story doesn't necessarily mean that someone writes a Hollywood script. Look at look at a game like Braid yes braid is very heavy on story it relies very much on that kind of feeling evoked by the story that was written by jonathan blow I, however yeah you could have nothing to do with that story at all whatsoever. no because the gameplay is innovative enough and go through the game that and it's a fun awesome. game that's great but i think it would be only a great game i think it would only be a great game and not a good game if you plug into it somehow Otherwise, it's just a really cool concept in which I could make it in several thousand iterations, right? Yes. But what blows us away is we see it for the first time. It's great concept, game mechanics that's enmeshed in this beautiful music, in this great setting. It's a great um, in this wonderful story. It's an amazing package.
0: It is hipster poppy, as uh, as ADD at work has just said. Mark has just said. Um, <laughs> but but no, uh, actually, Psychopather makes a great point, which is what I was about to make, and he stole it from my brain. If you want That's more, not illegal. Yeah. yet. Like in well, the SOPA pass.
1: Yeah, in so, the SOPA passes. But only like if I'm mean.
0: in a foreign country. Remember. Right. That's don't, correct. Don't overstate. That's right. There's plenty of problems that's with right. the bill. Yep.
1: Anyway. Um, I written to say that. That's a foreign country? I derailed you. Yes. Um, Success. I derailed you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, what did he say? Oh, oh, oh. oh. If show. you want a video game that... That takes, <laughs> this might sound a little harsh, but takes away the gameplay, so you're pretty much only left with the story, you have something like Heavy Rain.
1: Oh man, that is harsh. That's harsh. But. That's harsh. True. No, I don't think ish. it's true. I don't think it's True-ish. true. ish I don't think it's you true. You got active time events. Active time events are not, are not, if if active time events are the only form of gameplay, then you're playing Dragon's Lair. Right? They me give me.
0: Hey, big, baby. Uh, you also have stuff like Xeno Saga where, where, any game where people say hey it's like I'm
1: watching a movie and so but, but a real time event Resident Evil 4 oh, well yeah but those were few and far between but you understand what I mean that's a right. great gameplay mechanic used in a very good way enmeshed in a story which I'll be honest with you the Resident Evil story is so played out by this point it's retarded my point <laughs> I, just dropped, I just dropped an R-bomb I, that's how strongly I feel about it. I dropped it
0: over. I wasn't even listening. That's how strongly I feel yeah, about it. it. My point is that heavy rain is very, very heavy on
1: story. It is very heavy on story.
0: So that is more of an example of a game
1: that's gone the other direction. But I would say heavy Rain's a great game. Or, or hell, um, Alien War. All right, but wait a minute. I think what you're really highlighting is that you're is not necessarily story. What you're highlighting is that it's more cinematic rather than it's heavy on story. Well, yeah. Because I mean, you can the have a game focus, very heavy on the story. The focus is the story, is what I mean. Right, and start yelling for Jason. No, don't. Okay. What? Jason! <laughs> oh. No, don't, don't do that. Um, this, we can have the show with real-time events, like someone press that, <laughs> <out>. Jason! <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Um, but I think... So, video games Indiger come Hoffson. about in an era where technology is heightened to the point where people enjoy movies and TV instantaneously right mm-hmm. both of those art forms evolved over the course of many many decades mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. video games look to something else to try to base themselves off of as a means of capturing popular audience what are they going to mm-hmm. model themselves after they model themselves off the cinema they model themselves off the television i'm not saying all of them do it i'm saying that some of them go toward that kind of a painting right or, or i'm sorry that kind, <clears throat> of painting, that kind of a film right if I'm, I'm trying to clearly trying to draw us back into the art argument right Maybe not just not that far. Well but, so, so, so I guess what we're trying to hit here is is the story that important? The story I think is, is very important, but I think it's not but yeah, I think what you're highlighting is is the importance of cinematography or the cinematics of a game, which is not necessarily important, I think. If you play no, Half Life, if you play Half Life, Half Life is a very cinematic game. Right. Right. Even though it has virtually none of of it, in fact there are no cutscenes as far as I know in, in Half Life as I remember. Yeah. Um, All there is, it's very cinematic, but it's not, it's not like going and watching a movie. It's, it's more about kind of the idea of this story of Gordon Freeman, this narrative, right? Mm -hmm. Because there is a difference between narrative and cinema is what I'm getting at. Narrative is a part of cinema. Narrative is is a part of video games. Even when you jump into Space Invaders. It's fun to a certain degree because you jump into it and you say, "Ah, look, here I am. I'm this little thing on this part of the screen, and I get to move." What? What? You 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 just noticed the whatever the. We're talking I about. just did. Whoops. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. I think that's funny. That makes sense. Anyway, well, I mean, whatever the fuck we're talking about, it kind of works. But anyway, um, that was a placeholder. Title. Literally, literally, just noticed that. I, <laughs> I noticed that. I noticed that the the, the first. Five seconds we were broadcasting, but whatever. Um, anyway, maybe I should say something more. But anyway, um, so I think you jump in and you see yourself. Okay, here there is this world. And part of the reason it becomes fun is because you make it into a game that means something. To the same extent that you can make a game out of almost anything. And we do as human beings. We make games out of almost everything you can possibly imagine. Right? Yes. So my point is, you jump into Space Invaders, there's a kind of implicit story. You jump into even something like Adventure, which tells you virtually nothing. And there is an implicit story. You pull mm. your own true sensibilities so, into what it's presenting to make a kind of
0: art. So, cinematics is not necessarily one of the things that makes a great game great. I agree with that. But story is. I agree. You know what I think of? What Final
1: Fantasy VI opera scene? Yes. Yeah, Talk so, about
0: cinematic without being cinematic. Absolutely. That's just telling a great
1: story. But, but in 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 reality, that's a that's a memory slash real time event sequence, is it not? I hate you. Well, I'm I'm just saying. Why you ruin everything? So the point is, folks. Just like criticism can ruin everything, I think we have the potential to do that here as well, Mm -hmm. and we don't want to do that. But I think what's important is that we understand, you know. And and one of the things that really kept me going was the idea that we go back and we take a look on Clan of the Gray Wolf, right? At some of the things that make good games great, and we've highlighted so much of those things. And I think we'll continue to highlight those things. But it's important for us to realize, I think, one of the reasons that all of us are here is that there's kind of video games, which most people know and, and at least tolerate in society. You know, Grandma has her wee golf, right? And then there are... I like wee golf. I'm not saying video, wee golf is bad. There's only three holes. Just like marriage. Yes. That is the appropriate response. <laughs> um, Actually, no, you, you didn't give the whole joke. But that's okay. No. It's, it's all right. And then there's the next level of great games. Mm -hmm. Games that kind of change everything. Mm -hmm. And that, as long as those two things exist, I think we're probably in pretty good shape here. Don't you? Yes. Because there's always going to be good stuff to celebrate. Yes. I agree. You think so. Especially. You really do. I do. You're not lying.
0: Well, especially because it's... uh... For the next segment, you're, you're not you're not just dying. Okay, all right, fine. I'm fine with that.
1: Well, not that we really have a next segment. No, no. And 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 it might fall flat on its face. Right. I mean, well, we could just ask each other questions. Let's just look at the rest of the show. To this Why break. are you a big poopy head? Right. Right. Um, well, that's
0: a long and interesting well, that story. It is a
1: great story. Um, actually, I'm a great. It starts um, on the
0: shores of the Rappahannock. <laughs> yeah.
1: Starts as <laughs> I pulled some very bad food out of my freezer. Um, that is an interesting. That story. is an interesting story, but it's not the one we shall tell today. Right. Um, anyway, good games can be great games. There are very few great games. We should celebrate them. And one of the reasons I thought about this topic—this is just a, 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 an additional thought before we move on—I saw this book the other day in a store that was like the 990, or no, the 1001 video games you must play before you die. That's a lot. Okay, that is a lot of games. And I thought, what a great concept! This is a great book. I'm gonna. So I start thumbing through it, and I was totally on board until I saw a Bioshock 2. Uh, And I went, fail. How? (laughs) Because it's separated by decade. And I realized that they had to just fill out every decade. No. Right? With stuff. And so Bioshock 2 is not part of the 1001 games you should play before you die. Bioshock absolutely is. 1001 is a
0: lot. It's a ton of games. That's my point. I mean, seriously, how can you differentiate between the 1001st and and the 1002nd?
1: Well, there's always going to be that, even if you just did 10. That's not the point. The point is... Yeah, but it's a little bit easier
0: in the human mind, I think, to organize. These are 10 games I need to play that everyone should
1: play before they die. Yeah. Or Little Computer People, which I think is actually a a great argument. You know, or just Little Computer People 20, which is, you know, Sims 5 or whatever it is. Anyway, the point is there are games that should... Whether or not they should be distinguished between 1001 and 1002 or 10 and 11. My point is that there are very few great games that you should play before you die that will allow you to understand video gaming right it's like if, if,
0: if you, you mean like if you want to be
1: a great video game maker no or no. if although all all great game makers I think have have an understanding of great games and if they don't they're not great game makers Go talk to someone that makes great games. Mm-hmm. They will tell you a lineage. Now, as much as I hate to say this, right, I was thinking about this the in League music League, the other day. Like, like League, if you if you'd go, like, like someone that wants to be Lady Gaga and has no musical talent, right, and want wants to go out there and just start crapping out steps, stuff, but they, but they want to be a music star, star. they don't gotcha. understand that the Lady Gaga actually has a tremendous understanding oh. of pop music. She went to Juilliard. She has a tremendous understanding of the history of music. Mm-hmm. And if you ask her how her music compares to the Beatles, she will flat out tell you it sucks. Sure, she, she will tell you that. That's why she tries to emulate Madonna, not the Beatles. But you understand what I well. But Madonna would say the same thing. What that sucks. <laughs> she Would say that she, she would should. say that her music <laughs> in <the laughs> I, 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 this, this is, is totally derail. <laughs> I'm talking about music. My point <laughs> now, is, Rebecca Black. I, tra- I tried to make a great allusion to to the, my wonderful breadth of knowledge in music, and it just fell apart. The point is that nope. there. I think. I think if someone were to go, if you, if someone were to come from a different planet that had never played any video games, and what a sad planet that would be. I would argue. Um, if if we were to go and tell some... If someone from another planet came down and sat down and said, hey, teach me about video gaming and show me the best. Teach me how to love. Right? How And, and you, know, you had to show them in 10 games. You could show them, I think, the great history of video games and all the kind of great feelings you can get from video games in 10 <coughs> games. Yeah. Sure, why not? That means we should be celebrating the best of the best. And not necessarily that so when people go up and say, oh, you know, video games are art, they're mm-hmm. making the wrong argument. Because that's like saying that, you know, television is art. There's some television that's very artistic, and some television is just awful. And there's some art that is pretty crappy. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, that, there's some art you mean that's painting? not art. I mean, yes. Do you mean, okay, paint. Yeah, there's some painting that's terrible. You got to get all specific. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's a great painting. Um, it is it's a great painting I love that idea I love the idea the concept is great you should have seen the big one he had for, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Trolls too Stroke Limit um, that would be a great painting yeah <laughs> we're getting the stroke limit sign alright so we we definitely need to move on to the next segment so that's we, we, I think we've wrapped up both of those things pretty well that was that was a good little snapshot of two very very difficult to tackle topics don't you agree with that yes and we did it kind of we and we stumbled through it we tried it I'll fave you, Gibby. <laughs> That's our out. Stroke limit. All right, good. So let's go. It's time for the next segment. All right. Your questions. We're, we're now we're warmed up. Yes. Now, theoretically, we did the warming up. We should have done an hour before the show started. Yes. We've now done
0: that, and we're ready. So don't inundate the chat with your questions. Send us uh, a private message in the chat. Yes. With your questions or topics you'd like us to touch on, it can be anything. Uh, C O T G W in the chat, let us know. Uh, so, like I said before, we're we're looking to integrate a uh, Skype calling system. Yes. Uh, so we can almost be like a radio show, and you can actually join and and you know talk a little bit. Uh, but we're not. This is we're, we're we're taking baby steps before we we're crawling before we can walk here. Right. Um.
1: So so et cetera.
0: Anything interesting happened to you lately? Any corn dog related interesting things? No,
1: not at all. Not at all. I I, I feel wonderful. Good. And life is grand. <laughs> so so at this point have we received any private messages? No. Okay, well then people don't want to answer questions. Why don't we just go back to the Fine. Let's go back to the topic. Okay, fine. But what, if you what, guys don't want to ask us hey, questions, wait. that's fine. What have you been playing lately? Okay that's Let, let's steal this from media oh, Okay, yeah, great. What have we been playing lately? So I have a confession to make and those of you that watch the Weekly Ringer will know that, that this is already the case, so I have been playing the living hell out of Skyrim. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Skyrim and I, I I wanna say this. I wanna say this in a way that is that doesn't just subvert every argument I just made. Did you take an arrow to the knee? <laughs> I used to be an adventurer. Um, <sighs> I think I think that meme that has taken, taken arrow to the knee. I think that meme has taken an arrow to the knee. It in is anyway. taken arrow to the knee. Um, this game is one is one of the greatest I've ever played. I I might, I might, might put Skyrim in my top ten best video games of all time. And I've only played it for probably forty hours to this point. I'm sorry. What did you say? Not <laughs> paying dungeon at all. This is. It's not like we do a show here, guys. We don't have a show going on. There's no show. It's just kind of, you know, we'll just kind of idly chat in front of people. It's, there's not really a show going on. Look at the um, pretty walls. Skyrim is great. And Skyrim is great for many reasons, uh, many of which we've already mentioned. <coughs> um, we have the music with by Jeremy Soule, which is, if any of you know Jeremy Soule, for my money, Jeremy Soule is the best composer in all of music right now. See, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with, um, so uh, just to give you an idea, I had an NPC that followed me oh. who was um, who was part of my my little crew. She was a follower for a little while. And I ended up, when, when she would die, I actually ended up going back and going to previous saves to be able to save her life. So I would say that it's not true that you can't connect to, to characters in Skyrim. If you can't connect to characters in Skyrim, that might mean you have no soul. It might. But it probably doesn't. I was just throwing it out there. Um, well, chat's acting strange chat <laughs> so is acting so strange so we
0: are getting questions yeah now we're getting some questions unfortunately so I can't
1: see any of them oh well, that's good I'm glad, <sighs> I'm glad. There, uh, there's a way around this hold on a second okay good well I'll just keep talking about Skyrim Woo! so Skyrim is no. is
0: great. <laughs> Skyrim is great because it has well, before you go on my yep. short answer is why I've been playing like okay. final Fan- I'm sorry uh, Dragon Quest 9 there there you go Dragon Quest 9
1: and Skyrim <laughs> no offense but I'm taking Skyrim in that one Dragon Quest 9. No, it's comfort food. Come on. Oh, wow. Do you want to tackle this <laughs> no, question? No, I'm not going to tackle that question. <laughs> you don't
0: watch My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic? Um, let's no. tackle that question. This will no, be our it's... first official question yeah, okay, for Echo Screen Live. Let's do that. <clears throat> from Emory Plett, who's your favorite pony from My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and are you hoping for a third season as much as I am?
1: Um, the answer is I don't have one and no. <laughs> is, that, is that it? <laughs>
0: That's pretty straightforward. I think I handled it. You did. Uh, I Okay, I've seen maybe two or three episodes, just just to see what the whole fuss was about, and I can respect it, you know? Yeah. The same uh, Lauren Faust behind Powerpuff Girls and stuff like that. Powerpuff well Girls together. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, if I had kids, I would be very happy for them to be watching this instead of poop on the sidewalk. I don't know. But Yo, Gabba, Gabba. I'm not a giant, I mean, I'm not a big giant fan. Uh, you know what I did see, though? Uh, was like this two-parter with Q from Star Trek, or oh, I'm sorry, John Delancey, who played Q on Star Trek, and he's essentially playing Q in My Little Pony. That's pretty sweet. It was pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. And Fluttershy.
1: Anyway, um, all right, cool. Let's get so I think we got the next question. We did, and that is, that is, we're we're using the clever workaround. It's just prodigious. Will we? Okay, from, from PSX
0: guy will we talk about reproduction carts yes next talk about them uh they're good good excellent if See, you wanna... we're 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 so good at
1: this this is awesome
0: i mean so for me uh talking about emulation and such uh i mean reproduction card obviously doesn't help the legal issues there you know you might as well just play it on a on a, a computer for all the legal issues right but if you want to play things um more you know, on the, the old boob tube and, and more, you know, uh, true to form, reproduction carts are fine. They can get a little expensive. I saw some interesting ones at MagFest, though. Most of them 16-bit gems. Um, well, you had uh, Mega Man Wily Wars. You had um, Pulseman. You had uh, a lot of these games that either were on, like, Sega Channel or never even came out in America, but have been translated. Right. Terra enigma stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but but I don't know. It's it's an interesting phenomenon. I think one that could only arise if video games I, rise to the prominence that they have today.
0: I'm not huge into reproduction carts. No. Uh, if you do get a reproduction cart, if you want to be like super legally awesome,
1: you should probably get a,
0: an actual copy of the game, too. You
1: know what's interesting, too? And this is just another side note while we're talking about this, is that there, you know... I'm actually feeling like right now there are so many good games that that there are available to play. Like there are some really great games that are out there that I find myself with a smaller appetite to go than I used to have to go back and actually play some of those old games over again. Like I mean I used to go back and play like Diablo, you know, once every couple of years. I love Diablo. I'm not a fan of Diablo. How could you not be a fan of Diablo? It's just clicking, like what am I doing right now? You are over. um diablo has everything we just talked about anyway um anyway so let's move on from diablo because clearly that's not going to get us anywhere but i you know playing resident evil 4 you play resident evil 4 Um, at least once a year that's great right um i don't have as much of a draw to do that because there's so many great games so maybe some of that has to do with Mm. some of the reasons why i don't need to go back and play some of those old games that they've made reproduction cards out of so on and so forth emulation the biggie
0: so let's move on to another question. Yeah. Uh, here's a. Did you hear about this from Zach? Uh, Annie? What you do you think of it? Hudson? <laughs> did you hear about did this? Did you hear about this? Oh, <laughs>
1: did, did, did,
0: anyone? Anyone? Anyone heard about this? Uh, what do you think of Hudson being dissolved in the Konami? Did you hear about that?
1: Hudson. I hadn't heard about that, but that's. I. I Hudson well, is is one of the. To- games or one of the companies behind some of the some our great favorite games. some great yeah, games adventure island
0: series bomberman bomberman was so awesome uh, and one of the driving forces behind the turbografx 16 which i didn't have as a kid but did you say one of the dragon forces behind Dri- driving forces i did but it sounded like you said dragon forces you just got brought, dragon force on the back i just thought that was so <clears throat> awesome
1: you just that was i i want to roll back the tape because it sounds like that but anyway go ahead uh
0: but i believe konami bought them a few years ago or such uh but they kept the team around but they're
1: dissolved into capcom
0: no, Konami. Oh, Konami.
1: Uh, I, I thought you said Capcom. Sorry, I'm sorry.
0: sorry. Uh, regardless, um, but yeah, they've they kind of held them as a subsidiary, and now they're just dissolving the team. I guess probably absorbing a lot of them into Konami, but it is kind of sad that officially Hudson is no more.
1: I'm a, I'm a little bit, I would be a little more sad if Capcom had bought them, <laughs> let's put it that way, because <laughs> I, I have less faith in Capcom producing the next great... Game, and, and you know whether whether it be bomber, whatever it could be, right? Then Konami is my faith misplaced there? Why? Why? What's wrong with Capcom? I'm not saying anything's wrong with Capcom. Uh, Capcom was actually suggested in the Weekly Ringer last week as one of the best de- game developers in the world. I have to say, I've played too much kind of recycled garbage from Capcom to make Capcom one of the best. Ouch. Well, wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. Stop. Let's recycled garbage. No. Uh, that's harsh, folks. Are you talking Mega Man? Mega Man has done some recycled garbage, but Mega Man has also done some some good things too, but my point is are you willing? There's different philosophies. There's a, and we talked about this in the weekly ringer too, but it, there's there's the philosophy of Valve Blizzard. Mm-hmm. They make one game every couple of years and it. it's a freaking amazing game. Yep. Right? Or there's Konami mm-hmm. Which says, you know, we're instead going to bankroll our great games with shit games. Right? Mm-hmm. One might not be better than the other, but I think if we're going to make that argument about the fact that there are not-so-great games and great games, I'm, I'm going to be firmly on the side of Blizzard than I am on Konami or Capcom. Sub-question
0: from ADD at Work better uh, that's, that's related. Has Pat, the NES punk, been ending... Fa- been found ending his life, which is that's just bad crammer, Right. With the Hudson News, uh, actually, all that's the guys, perfect,
1: I think. Anyway, all I think. the
0: guys at Retro were really kind of taking it hard. Uh, John and Lance as well, uh, and and Pat's friend Ian. I don't know. Well, obviously, being retro, ga- anyone who's a fan of retro games has to be a fan of Hudson, I, I would think. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll say it. I liked Mylon Secret Castle for the NES. Wow, it was hard. Yeah, well I,
1: I didn't get five minutes into it because I threw it away.
0: Well, as I think as Pat said once, it's not Mylan's,
1: you know, easy castle. It's, no, it's Mylan's right. secret castle. Right. So But secret doesn't necessarily designate difficulty.
0: Yes. Uh any of Just these throwing it out there. Are any of these
1: uh Lighting it up for me? Tripping your trigger? <laughs> well, <Wow. clears throat> it's an interesting way to put it. Um <laughs> let's see. That's an awesome question. Which I one? do love that, but we're not going to answer it today. Um, can, you, you, can you discuss the implications of man's indifference to his fellow man? Well. That is a fantastic question. It starts with um, German Chiza videos. <laughs> and ends with Hudson. <laughs> um, God, that is a great question. Um, let's see. All right, so here's a good one. And this follows great with the, with the conversation we just had. So maybe it's just beating a dead horse. Do you believe that a game... Oh, this is this is from Helter Skelter, Great Beatles title. Um, do you believe that a game, although you might not be calling it. whatever, do you believe that a game is heavily flawed yet is extremely yet is extremely fun, can qualify as art? Such as a game that or is is, this, is, is this a is generic fun game without real example. I think it's more of a hypothetical. Uh, wow! Extremely fun. But or no, it's ex- heavily flawed, but is extremely fun. Well, if it's extremely fun, how heavily flawed could it really be? I think that's a good point. This is why I'm asking for an example. So it could be maybe heavily not saying flawed. it doesn't exist, but could be heavily flawed in terms of maybe say the music, or it could be flawed in some of those other reasons we talked about of well, you know, uh, story. I, I guess this
0: is something someone might call a. So um, so there you
1: go. I, I I would I would say yes. I mean I I hate the story of Resident Evil Four. I hate it. Well, the story of Resident Evil Four sucks. It's recycled garbage. Capcom. <clears throat> kind of but what you, it,
0: but it is a great game. What are your gaming guilty pleasures? That's that. This is what seems to fall into that category. <sighs> uh, that, if you if you condense that into a less art, you know, a less uh, educated sounding question into what's your guilty pleasures for gaming? That's kind of what it is. CDI. Faces
1: of Evil. Jesus, I don't know. That's a tough one. Would that extremely constitute, fun? Would that constitute? that <laughs> constitute? Yeah, I don't know if that's extremely fun. So maybe it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't. But matter. we did have a lot of fun playing it. We've been playing it, but that's. But it know, is extremely fun. That's like saying D and D is fun, but D and D isn't really fun unless you're playing with people, right? You're like, well, okay. Well, you I, says you play the guy that plays the Skyrim. I know. <laughs> you know I, okay, I get it. Right. Um, but you know what I mean. I mean, it's. It, it, I might. I might go out on a limb and say no. But the question is is not, can it be good? Oh, can it qualify question, as can art? It qualify as good?
0: Oh, oh, I completely missed the second part of that. I'm going to probably say probably no. Uh, I'm not going very, to be absolute on that, though.
1: Art is very amorphous and difficult to lock down.
0: Zelda 2. Was Zelda 2
1: heavily flawed? Zelda 2 was heavily flawed. Uh, so ha- having having gone back and played them both at length, on a whim recently, I continued to play the original Zelda until I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> I couldn't stand Zelda two after about thirty minutes.
0: See, I enjoy the hell out of Zelda Two. It's very
1: hard. It's very different from the other Zeldas. It's different, but different is not good, guys. I, I want to get away from this different is not is necessarily makes it out of the same category. There are apples to apples and one is different, bad and one is good. Different doesn't necessarily make it bad. No, I'm not saying it does. Just saying people are saying, Oh, but it's just different. Well, well okay. it's just different. Okay, it's that's worse. true. It's okay. worse. Okay. Just call it what it is.
0: Okay. It's worse. Castlevania 2 is bad. It is different. It's worse. But it's not bad because it's different. Wait a minute. It's bad because it's unplayable. I'm saying it's bad because it's
1: different. I'm saying it's worse. And if you were going to pick...
0: I don't even think it's necessarily... Okay, it is worse. It's worse. But, but it doesn't it's make worse. it bad. It's like, Zelda, Zelda is like, up here. All right? Yeah. And then Zelda 2 is like,
1: right here. Right. Ocarina, yeah, then you got... Ocarina of Time. Stuff. Majora's Mask. Link to the Past. I agree 100%. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point. Right. Ah, okay. Well, anyway, so next I think, question. I think, yeah, I think we've answered that. Next question. Uh, go
0: with one. <clears throat> Do you guys know what the first RPG is from Ed Is Not One? I'm guessing
1: that means RPG as a <clears throat> video game and not RPG as right. a role playing game well,
0: proper. As a video game, you might have to go DND. Small D, small N, small D, which was a video game created on a mainframe computer in 1974, the first year. That Dungeons and Dragons was available and it right. was it was an emulation of Dungeons and dragons some might say that was the first role right game.
1: and and ridiculously limited
0: yes and, and I mean and then you go off if you want to go more into what was the first you know not mainframe role-playing game well then you have to might look at um, uh, I can't I can never say the word correctly some, some Ultima just, zero
1: Yeah, it's, it's, some might say adventure it's more of an adventure game. It is. Not, I, it's an adventure game, but my point is, you have to. You I have mean, to find. Adventure. You can find. It's like saying Zork. Wait a minute. You can. Yeah, but well. Zork, no, Zork, Zork comes, is a
0: text adventure game. Zork. Zork comes. It's interactive sand. fiction. Zork takes
1: an adventure too. Anyway, the point is that that's like saying Space Quest is an RPG. I'm just saying there are there are there are lineage that has to be gone through in order to receive the kind of attention to an RPG that we know it as today. Mm-hmm. We have to go through. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That was just an awesome game in general. Okay, yeah, you're probably right. If, if I went back and actually made a formula for an RPG, first of all, I don't think D&D would probably qualify. Second of all, I know Adventure wouldn't. No. Um, Wait, why wouldn't D&D qualify? Because of its ridiculous limitations.
0: It was... You no. You made a character. No, yeah. Okay. It was a role-playing character. Yes, and what did you do with that? You fought in a dungeon. Okay, and then what did you do? That was about it. So how is it not? You are playing a role in a game. Then how is it not? There's stats. There's experience points. Oh, what do you want from an RPG? We're, we're reaching. We're reaching here. Hey. We're reaching. Hey. All you right, anyway, should right, cool. pick the last question. Because all right. it's past time.
1: It is. Yep. We're ready to, to ask the last question. Um, let's see. This is a great one. Okay. Mr. Kettleman always comes through in the clutch. What would you do with a holodeck? You would turn the knobs on some turn exotic the knobs, computer, and I'd be like, "This I got is an it. amazing piece of this machinery." Is, this is amazing. I, I would, and I would, I would, I would turn the knobs. Councillor Troy, would you please help me with these knobs? Yes. And then I would, I would reach into yes. it, and I would, I would test it um, <laughs> vigorously. Um, that's dirty. Yeah, I know. How do we get there? That was that's awful. Um, anyway, so <laughs> in a holodeck, what would I do in a holodeck? So I thought about this stroke limit. Stroke limit. I would play. That's what I would do. I would play pound the table with your <laughs> legs as much as possible. My leg. Um, no, I would I would probably so I thought about this guys. And I thought about it I think a long time ago, maybe on the echo screen before, but <clears throat> the idea of if we could take some of our favorite games and make them as realistic as possible mm-hmm. and put them into a holodeck, we wouldn't want to play them. Because we'd be scared shitless. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, if, if I took my fa- the, the, one of my favorite games, Bioshock, and I put it into a, a holodeck, I would go absolutely crazy. So I would never play that kind of a game. And the safeties would go off, and you'd have to be, be running from... Then I'd be infused yeah. with plasmids and <clears throat> spliced out of my mind. And... Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but I, he's, he doesn't necessarily say play a game. He said, like, what would you do with yeah. it? But I think it's, it's important to I point that out. Because one of the things I would think about would be, you know, Jumping into one of my favorite video games. I think that would be fun. But just not Shhh. just not something... Well, I mean, literally jumping. I mean, you could literally jump through Mario Brothers. say. That would get tiring. Well, then that brings it up the question could. of... Do
0: people like to sit on a couch and go like this? Or do they want to do the wee waggle thing?
1: I mean, the holodeck is like wee to the extreme. Or, you know, wait wait for, you know, connect Maestro. Where you're, you know, doing the Miyamoto. Has that been released I yet? I don't know, but it should be. That'd be awesome. Um, nice. Yeah, I would say... Holodeck... Yeah, I, I'd say probably one of my favorite games, and I, I would say I'd probably like to jump into a heavily a heavily stylized, very limited version, maybe, of one of my favorite games, and not an ultra-realistic one, which kind of goes against what the holodeck would really be about. Tomb Raider? No, I would not want to get into Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider I'm sorry, guys. Tomb Raider is not a good thing. <laughs> to, Uncharted <laughs> is what Tomb Raider always wanted to be and could never be. Right. So Uncharted is great. Don't play Tomb and Raider. And Why? Because Uncharted has a guy in the lead. Oh man, here we go. There's your daily dose of sexism. There's all your right. daily dose of sexism, and with that, we'll wrap up the Woo! first ever. We made it. We made it. <laughs> and people actually ask questions, which is awesome. So yes. that's great. But uh, so thank you all for being here for this pilot episode of the Rebirth. The the, the rising <laughs> phoenix. Yes, that is the echo screen here on the claim of the gray wolf. Um, I am the Commodore. Uh, uh, and oh sorry, go ahead. There's well we else? should tell people this is a fortnightly ish just in case you don't want a, a, a night before podcast. Bimonthly. Yeah. You
0: could say. Uh every generally every two weeks. It's the first and third Wednesday of every month. Yeah. Which means the next episode shall be. What's today?
1: I don't know. I, I completely February first.
0: Oh, okay, February first. It will be February first. And that is so be here nine o'clock PM Eastern. That? Yeah, that's right you're right yes february yeah. 1st yes first. no question about
1: it and we'll be here it'll be on the front page <laughs> yeah it'll be exciting and we'll actually we'll actually hype about it a little bit you know more and now that we've got some of the kinks out maybe we'll yeah. and we might even have a theme by then that'd be exciting that would be sweet maybe we can have things going on around us we like, could also do that like tv and we'll do this green screen the whole thing We'll watch Big yeah Bang we'll, theory. Just have, we'll have like People crying behind us the whole time. That That'll is, keep people watching. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah, it is disturbing. But that—that's the way Anyway, anyway. So thanks everybody for this watching will, the Echo yep. Screen. This will be up uh, uh, recorded. Within, and it, and we won't—we won't be broadcasting to the wrong channel next time. Woo-hoo! Actually, we'll be broadcasting to the right channel. Yes. So, uh, and we are definitely open to topics. Yes. If any of you want to go suggest a topic, you can send, send it us to him. Send send me personal messages. Let me know. If you'd like to send me an email at Commodore128 at clan of the wolf.com, you can also do that. Send suggestions. Let me know what you're thinking. We will definitely try to get some uh, really cool topics to talk about here on the Echo Screen Live in the future. Probably. Probably. Maybe. But we but we'll probably fail miserably like we do with most things. Yes. The point is we will try. And you should be there for it when we do. Yes. So uh, for the Clan of the Grey Wolf, I am I am you're not Rue. I, I could be Rue. Do you want me to be Rue today? No. Okay. okay. I'm Rue. I'm Commodore. And there is no reset button. Fade to black.